And that was the only thing I could start to think of is, is that why we've gotten into this thing called storytelling? Because we're trying to let people know that it's not completely defined and it's going to be a journey. And so let's call it a story and follow us on this journey or this story. I don't know that I, I've been dwelling on that actually quite a bit in the last week or so, because, well, you and I both know the reality of making anything is never airdrop it into your client's lap. At least it's not in my world. It's a lot of back and forth and, and the story gets written together, if anything. But to me, I've always wondered is has storytelling become this thing because people are trying to explain like, you're gonna have to get involved in a narrative. I don't know, maybe that's where it comes from. Podcasting from Boulder, Colorado. This is the Baby Got Backstory podcast, where we dive into the story behind the story of today's most inspiring storytellers, creators, and entrepreneurs. I like big backstories, and I cannot lie. I am your host, Mark Gutman. Hey, I'm Mark Gutman, and today is a little bit of a bonus episode of Baby Got Backstory. My good friend, Jay Farrakane, and I talk a lot about different branding topics, marketing topics, all offline when we're just hanging out. And one of the things that we got riffing a lot about was storytelling and kind of this craze about what's happening with storytelling and everyone's calling themselves a storyteller. And then Jay turned me on to this amazing video, about two minutes, and we're going to link to the audio in this episode from a famous designer named Stefan Sogmeister. And after that little video and and Stefan sets the stage, Jay and I talk about what it means to be a storyteller. I hope you like this episode. It's a little bit of a bonus talking about a topic that's near and dear to my heart. I am here with Jay Farrakane, celebrated designer, creative, and all-around awesome dude. And uh, recently, Jay and I were doing some work together, and 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 Jay turned me on to this idea or this this video of Stefan Sagmeister that's titled "You Are Not a Storyteller." Before we get into that, because I just I love this video, we're going to watch it and then talk about it because I think it's really relevant. Two minutes of extreme relevance. Jay, who is Stefan Sagmeister? Because I, I didn't even know. Like I, I, I watched this video and I'm like, who is this guy? Well, uh, Stefan Sagmeister is, is a, a, a designer, I think Austrian born, worked out in New York for years. But I think his real claim to fame was that he kind of made designers realize every once in a while that you should take some time for yourself. So he used to do these these sabbaticals. And then for like a year, he would just do work that tried to make him happy. And, and it resulted in like a, a body of work about being happy. But he, his work was really widely regarded. I think he's won like a Grammy for some, you know, album design stuff. And I, I was always appreciative of his design even, and I've known about him for a really long time. You know, he's, I think he's in the, the world of like the pentagrams and stuff like that of the world. But um, Stefan Sogmeister and his partner, uh, Jessica Walsh, who now runs her own outfit, she still continues. But I think Stefan does more of this kind of like personal work kind of stuff. But pre that, that was this video that I was sharing with you because, I mean, we've all heard it in conversations that, you know, everyone wants to be a storyteller and, you know, what's that really mean? And should you say it? And I look at myself as such a, I don't know, like a tradesperson in design that I've never considered myself a storyteller, but it did make, it struck, it struck a chord with me and, and why people say that. And, and a lot of times I think as a designer, my job is to unpack what people are really trying to say, or what's the reason behind that. And I have some thoughts on, 
why people get into the storytelling. It, 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 they use storytelling as a way to describe their process or what they're attempting to do. So, yeah. And, and it's, it's, it's such an interesting topic to me. I mean, remember several years ago, you'd say you're a storyteller and people thought that was all cool. And they'd be like, tell me about that. And, and, and it meant different things and it still does to different people. But now it's like, literally, I, I think every single website I hit says, we are storytellers. Everybody's Instagram says, I'm a storyteller and everyone wants to be a storyteller. And I think there's a lot of confusion around storytelling and it's just an interesting topic to me. I don't know if I've landed on it. I firmly believe that as the way we communicate as humans is through stories. Does that make everyone a storyteller, especially when it comes to business, right? Like is everyone right. a storyteller? And so what I want to do is I want to go ahead and share this video. It's two minutes and, and we'll go ahead and watch it together. And then uh, we can talk about it. Sure. Okay. Hi, my name is Stefan Sagmeister. I am a Austrian graphic designer who lives and works in New York City. Well, I'm actually quite um, critical of the storytelling thing. I think that the, all the storytellers are not storytellers. Recently, I read an interview with somebody who designs roller coasters and he referred to himself as a storyteller. No, fuckhead, you are not a storyteller, you're a roller coaster designer, and that's fantastic, and more power to you, but why would you wanna be a storyteller if you design roller coasters, or if you are storytelling, then the story that you tell is bullshit. It's like this little itsy-bitsy little thing. Yes, you go through the space, and yes, you see other space ships, and yes, that's your story. That's a fucking bullshit story, that's boring. People who actually tell stories, meaning people who write novels and make feature films, don't see themselves as storytellers. It's all the people who are not storytellers, who kind of, for strange reasons, because it's in the air, suddenly now want to be storytellers. There is this fallacy out there, I mean, I don't think that I fell, in, fell for it, but somehow, maybe unconsciously I did, you know, that you sort of feel... I've seen a lot of films, so I must be able to do one. And of course, this is the most stupidest thought ever. You know, it's like, oh, I've watched the Philharmonic, that's why I'm a uh, virtuoso violin player. You know, well, I'm not, even though I've watched a lot of Philharmonic concerts. I think by now, in our space, meaning in the space of design, it sort of took on the mantle of bullshit. You know, now everybody's a storyteller. letting it play out there a little bit so we can give proper credit to uh, those that uh published it but uh wow carries on the so much of bullshit. so much so much to unpack right <laughs> so much to unpack so the mantle of bullshit i mean uh i was giggling and, and laughing during that and i certainly saw that you were i mean like what are your what are your first thoughts is like is, is well you that? i remember the first time i saw it i, I number one uh, you know I can't pull off the sport coat and, 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 and impression like he was. And I was so genuinely entertained by the fact that he was being so honest and calling out people on their stuff. And I guess where I came back to when I, when I first sat with it, I thought I, I probably, the first time I saw it, I just really just thought it was funny. And like, man, did he wake up and have some shitty coffee or something that morning? And, and then, you know, the more I've thought about it and I've, I, I think I saw that thing years ago and, and, 
but I've thought about it a lot since then. And, and I've tried to figure out, you know, why, why has the industry taken on this mantle of, of bullshit? Number one, there's so many, I think there's so many options for clients out there today that everyone's got to wrap themselves up in something, right? We all kind of do that, take on a persona or two. But I think that this storyteller thing was a phenomenon that came out of not unlike, like I, I purposely went against the grain when people were uh, there for some reason, there was this weird fear of like calling yourself a designer. I'm a graphic designer. That's what I was formerly trained to do. And I think that makes me a pretty capable communicator, but it does give me a position of where I enter communication from. And I think storytelling maybe puts this, this number one, it puts a bigger umbrella on it and allows people to be more capable or at least position themselves that they are more capable because they don't have to really describe what their entry point is and where they're coming from. But to the point of, you know, when he was saying this, this fact about like, I could, you know, if I watch an opera, am I a virtuoso? There is so much information out there in education today that you can watch a video and go out and tell people, you know, something. So I think that what he was probably sensing was some frustration. And I would, I wonder actually how, how close this was to him thinking about, you know, leaving professional practice because he, maybe he was just like fed up at that point because that dude and his outfit did really just great, creative, very original graphic design. And, uh, you know, maybe he was just like frustrated at a point, like I'm not going to be, you know, shielded about this anymore. The more I've thought about it though. And it was funny because you and I have talked a little bit about this and, and, and the phenomena of, um, and there are some outfits that work this way. But the phenomena that work like a project, something that might have been called the story to be told, you know, in, in the Stefan Sogmeister, I hate you world. I think there's this notion, too, that a lot of people think that the project gets, gets dropped on the table. And this is one thing I've been thinking a lot about knowing you and I were going to get together and, and talk about this. But does this when you start to say, hey, I'm a storyteller, is that a way to prepare people for the reality of a design process. And, and, and I call it a design process going through a logo. There is a fallacy that people think I have a conversation with you and I come back a week later and you give me this thing that will be on a gas station billboard or on a wall. And to me, it's iterative. It's a narrative. And that was the only thing I could start to think of is, is that why we've gotten into this thing called storytelling? Because we're trying to let people know that it's not completely defined and it's going to be a journey. And so let's call it a story and follow us on this journey or this story. I don't know that I I've been dwelling on that actually quite a bit in the last week or so, because well, you and I both know the reality of making anything is never airdrop it into your client's lap. At least it's not in my world. It's a lot of back and forth and, and the story gets written together if anything. But to me, I've always wondered is has storytelling become this thing because people are trying to explain, like you're going to have to get involved in a narrative. I don't know. Maybe that's where it comes from, but, um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so, I mean, it's so much to unpack on top of your unpacking, right? Like <laughs> there's, it, you know, what resonates for me out of that so much is when he talks about his, Hey, I go to the Philharmonic. And does that mean I can be, you know, a great violin player? Because very, you know, early in my career, I was a story editor in the movie business. And a core part of that is just taking in scripts and I, I could never understand why everybody thought they had a story worth telling. Everyone thought that their life story was worthy of a movie. I think it's primarily uh, because of what Stefan Sagmeister says is that 
they all went to the movies, they get it. They're like, Hey, I can make this into a movie. And I was like, very clearly, no, no one, like (laughs) not a single one that came in was worth reading. Uh, They weren't interesting to me. And much like a classic pianist or something like that, I was trained in classic cinematic storytelling, which means that there's uh, a three act structure, beginning, middle, and an end, a likable or at least uh, intriguing hero that has obstacles in their way and has to move from something they want towards something they need. All these things has a very strict definition. And I remember when I got into branding and marketing and I had the same reaction as Sogmeister. I was like, this is crazy. Everyone's calling themselves a storyteller. These are not stories. And I was really myopic on my definition of story. Now I've since come off that and I learn, I've learned that storytelling has this different sort of definition. And I think when I heard you speaking, that's really what I started kind of going through. Like, what are these definitions of story versus storytelling versus narrative? I mean, is the roller coaster designer really trying to tell a story? Are they trying to communicate anything other than thrill and excitement and, you know, things like that? So, yeah, I mean, and, and and you and I have had this conversation offline uh, so much about just what is the purpose? What is the job? What is the function of design? And a lot of times it's to communicate and it's not to be seen. It's not to be noticed, but it's to communicate as a very important job. It is that storytelling, like is, is wayfinding storytelling, right? You know, like uh, all the great Helvetica stuff we love from you know, the New York subway and I mean, and, and the recent MTA rebrand, I mean, that stuff is like, is that telling a story? Is that storytelling? No. And, and, and that's, that's totally where I think it, it gets, it screwed up and not to belabor the point about titles, but like, you know, st- storytellers, if, if that's going to be the, the thing that somebody wants to put a label on them, I, I do think it comes back to this thing that, you know, design is about, it's, it's, uh, it, well, yeah, I've told you this quote, the, if you can design a city, you can design a spoon, or if you can design a spoon, you can design a city. Meaning like, Hey, once you understand that, that your job is, is to do this thing, it, it doesn't matter what medium it gets put into. And it, and still to this day, it, it kind of trips me up to hear a designer say I'm a UI designer. So, okay. So if your friend said, Hey, I need a t-shirt, you wouldn't make a t-shirt, you know, but like, I'm not a t-shirt designer, but I design lots of t-shirts and I'm a graphic designer. I've done designed a ton of UI and I'd poke my own eye out through my glasses if I had to only design UI. And to me, I guess it comes back to this notion that design's job is to just put reason into things. And I don't think even all stories have reasons because sometimes they can be whimsical, right? Maybe that is the reason. But I remember seeing this talk, if we're going to kind of, Sogmeister was an early design hero of mine and so was David Carson. And I saw David Carson do a talk once about, um, it was, oh, he showed this layout he did for a, a conference he got asked to attend. It was called the bravery of design or something like that. And it was, um, the image was his father, who was a test pilot getting into an aircraft. And he goes, and he basically put that up because he goes, what we do isn't dangerous. He goes, unless I'm designing like pharmaceutical packaging or something where if somebody reads it wrong, there's a problem. Right. And, and he was saying that that's fucking dangerous. And he pointed at um, his, you know, his dad in the sixties or whenever it was getting into a, into an aircraft. And, and I do, I just think that there's something that I, I think people feel like they need to inflate 
around what it is they're really doing. And that's why I, I, I really do look at what I do. It's much more like a trade than it is art for sure. And even the way I approach it, it's like, I'm going to show you some things, but you're going to react to them. And then I'm going to catalyze those back into it. So it becomes the things you need it to be. It's not about me. And so a lot of times storytelling is, is a, like your take on something too. It has a very emotional bent and, you know, that's a, a major difference between art and design is, is that, you know, art is really about you trying to ex express some personal feeling or emotion where design should really be like, it's, it can have expression in it, but it's really about communicating ideas or information. Um, and so storytelling does, it, it gets cloudy, but maybe it is a safety mechanism for people to just shield up like, Hey, I, I don't, I, I was a marketing manager a long time ago, but all of a sudden here I am, you know, trying to re help you rebuild your brand. And if I tell you that where I came from, that's a, that's a hard entry point, right? This episode brought to you by Wild Story. Wait, isn't that your company? It is. And without the generous support of Wild Story, this show would not be possible. A brand isn't a logo or a tagline or even your product. A brand is a person's gut feeling about a product, service, or company. It's what people say about you when you're not in the room. WildStory helps progressive founders and savvy marketers build purpose-driven brands that connect their business goals with the customers they want to serve so that both the business and the customer needs are met. This results in crazy, happy, loyal customers that purchase again and again, and this is great for business. If that sounds like something you and your team might want to learn more about, reach out at www.wildstory.com and we'd be happy to tell you more. Now back to our show. And you and I have collaborated recently on a, on a bunch of identities. I mean, those aren't really stories, you know, when I think about them, they're like, you know, there's, we want certain emotions. We want you to think of certain categories. We want you to see this and say, okay, this is a, tool brand, for example, mm -hmm. but we're, we're not really telling stories within that work. And I, I wouldn't, and I think that's okay. Like we don't have to, like, that's not the intention or the purpose. And I think even we get conflated a bit when as branders and marketers, we say, okay, well, it's the sum of all these parts. It's your visual, it's your tagline. It's, you know, your, you know, your copy on your website. It's, it's all these. And then now you're, that's your story, you know, but like, is it? I think it's, an, and it's funny just because one thing that I try and get really clear with my clients that when I first start working with them is, is that there's a difference between branding and brand. So brand and branding are two totally separate things. Brand is the promise you want to, you know, bring to the world. Branding is the signals that get them there. And, you know, in this, in this case of like, you know, when we work on identity and stuff like that, I think we're, we're way more in the signal building camp because the, I, the, the, the cool thing about building a brand for me and developing the branding that will do that is that all those signals, all that stuff gets set up so that the stories can happen in there. But that's all the people interacting with it. So if anyone, this is interesting that we've talked this out a little bit, but if anyone is a storyteller in a brand, it's usually the people that support the brand. It would almost be the customer, right? Like it's yeah. pretty meta. Actually, <laughs> so well, um, there's the old adage: a brand isn't what you say it is; it's what they say it is. And I think that's so. Then, who's the storyteller in that? Yeah, it's the customer, right? It's the external world. I mean, 
know, you can, it's kind of like, you know, you can tell all the stories you want about yourself, but it doesn't really matter what, right. what you say. It's what everyone thinks, you know, about yourself. Yeah, no. And that's, that's totally it. Because I, yeah, you know, for uh, uh, along the line of storytellers is a, as a word that I never got. And, and it's my brushes with the advertising world is, is a lot of times people who make stuff just generally get thrown into this category as uh, creatives. And I think that's kind of a, a weird label too, because I think that an art director is a, it's a role and a skill set that is different than a designer sometimes or a graphic designer. Right. And it could be different than a set designer and it could be different than, and so, but in certain worlds, all of that gets stuffed into. And so I think whenever these labels come out, it's just a way, <laughs> it's just a way for people to soften or, or create a, a, a softer landing place for you to understand where you come from. And well, you know, my, my, my love of music and the background and the things that I grew up around was like early punk rock, especially DC kind of stuff. And in those days you didn't go to, you didn't even go to tower. You would have friends that gave you like cassettes that were made off of cassettes that were made off of two other cassettes. And I remember every once in a while people would like hold the microphone to like TV and record stuff into it. And I still, to this day, don't know where this sound bite came, but it's this, very postury kind of voice. It was in between one of the songs that was on this mixtape given to me. And the guy says, I have news for the world. And he says, new wave is dead. And, and he says, new wave is just a way of saying that you like, and he names all these like sub genres of music that was extremely not popular at that point. And then he ended it with like these categorizations of all these music types that people wedged them under new wave. And he said, it's because you don't want to get kicked out of the party because people won't give you drugs anymore. <laughs> and so, and so like, but it was kind of funny because if I, if I think about that, that's probably this defense mechanism that all humans are do a lot. They, they put some falsehood around themselves or at least a softening device so that either you can't really assign what it is and, or you maybe reassign it. And it's, it's a funny, it's a funny thing. And, and I, I think that's, that's, you know, not me ever asking, you know, Stefan about this, but like, I would bet his intent is, is call it what it call it what it is and just be authentic about it. Cause to me, that's the best form of graphic design. And is when you can like make the brand with the things that it really is. And that's not necessarily storytelling to me. That's this very, we, we were just talking about this before this call started ingredients and parts. Yeah, you know? totally. And, and like, it, it's just, it, it seems like this catch-all, you know, being a storyteller, this thing that is just like, you don't know how to describe yourself. You don't know what it is you think, you know, and I, I just recently posted on uh, Instagram, a carousel that was uh, called stop copying your competitors. And, and it's because we all don't know, you know, what to say about ourselves and we don't know how to differentiate. We don't know what category we want to be special Right. And, uh, and I'm no different. I want to be special, but we're not, you know, we, we need to understand <laughs> oh, you're special. Oh, go on, go on. But uh, yeah, this idea that like everyone's a storyteller is just crazy to me. And, and I, and I do think, I think the uh, roller coaster example that he uses uh, is, is, is of the extreme, but I think it comes into all sorts of things. Like, you know, even, you know, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of uh, functions in marketing today where, you know, people are claiming to be storytellers, like in paid media, you're not a storyteller, you're an advertiser, you know? And, <laughs> yeah. And that's uh, fine though. That that's is great. And you should, yeah. And you, you know, and sometimes you use storytelling as a mechanism or a tool to, to get your advertising across, 
but that doesn't make you a storyteller per se. And um, I just think it's interesting that we all, and, and, and it's, and it's become this thing that like, like people just want to be that, like, it's, it's like, we, we use that as our brand and it's almost become that. Uh, I think you might even be in the person that sent me the bland book, uh, which was a, 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 a mock <laughs> yeah. site of like what branding and, and, and all these agencies have become and, and storyteller would be front and center right there, you know, right on the, we are visionary storytellers looking to change the world, you know, one brand at a time. Well, and, and I think that's, that's why, let's go, just call it the, well, the, the creative, to use a, a big loose term, the creative industry every, you know, so often has to kind of go find its new catch-all phrase to, that everyone can kind of like over the next five years reassigns themselves to, and then we shield that, we shed that again, and you become something else. But it is, uh, it's just an interesting phenomenon that um, people get into these traps where they're like, I'm worried about telling you what I am. And in the, in the roller coaster guys sense, uh, you know, I, I found myself drifting off thinking about that, that, you know, like maybe what he does is so complex that if he po- told somebody what he really did, you know, maybe he's more of a mathematician than anything. Cause you got to figure out a lot of gravity shit, I'd bet in there. Right. You know, it's like gravity and like, what if there's a fat guy and a little guy in the, in the car together, what's that going to do to the story? Like, like, how? Well, do I, I don't know. How hard is it to say I make kick-ass roller coasters? Yeah. Like, 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 like right. everyone understands that. But is, is, are people comfortable doing that too? Like, I think that's, that's what it comes down to. So I don't know. It, it has to be something about the, the palatability of the world you're trying to market to. Oh man, this is resonating. People want to hear stories. So I'm going to be set, tell people I'm that. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. It's, I don't know. I guess it was a delight, especially when I saw that, because I think I personally would just really rather designers be designers and communicators. That's, that's probably the better term. I would rather people say I'm a communicator than a storyteller. Cause that is kind of what we do. I think it's, it could be super boring shit sometimes. And not that there's not boring stories, but um, at least it has less of a mantle around it too. Less of a mantle of bullshit. <laughs> and he has that, that Tyrolean like booted shit. Like there was an umlaut in there for a second, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Very angry. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. Uh, I love it. Well, Jay, this was awesome. I just, I enjoyed talking about this topic with you. It, it, it fascinates me. And, and like I said, thank you for turning me onto that video. It like kind of blew my mind and uh, it was just really cool to chat about it. Oh, I am. I'm the king of derailing your day with, oh yeah, on that topic here, watch these six videos. You know me. So, but I'm, you're welcome. And I'm, I'm glad to uh, continue to distract you on a daily basis. Well, thank you. I'm looking forward to my next distraction. <laughs> Talk to you soon. And that is Jay Farrakane, and that was us talking about storytelling, uh, all based on the Stefan Sogmeister video. I love that he kind of goes on that rant about uh, someone who designs roller coasters as a storyteller, but I think you'll agree it's become really, really confusing. I hope you like this little bonus episode, and if you want more of this type of content, drop us a line at podcast at wildstory.com and let us know that you like these type of Uh, episodes just as much as our traditional interview. Well, that's the show for today. Uh, Let me know if you have any questions. I'm Mark Gutman. Bye. 
Make sure to visit our website, www.wildstory.com, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, or via RSS, so you'll never miss an episode. I like big stories and I cannot lie. You other storytellers can't deny. 